Good morning, everyone. Sister Melissa here. I hope and pray everyone is having a great day. God is so good. God is wonderful. And He's with us every single day, wanting to help us, wanting to heal us, wanting to comfort us. But it's not until we make that choice to embrace God's love, to embrace the very fact that God did not have to come down to this earth to save us, but in His love, in His mercy, in His grace, He has come to make all things new in our lives. And many times, a miracle from God does not necessarily mean that it happens quick and it happens fast. There are times where we are going to have to wait on the Lord. And sometimes we will feel as if we are in the prison. Sometimes we feel like we are held captive by our own thoughts, by our own mindset, way of thinking. But in reality, even though we must go through those dark seasons, even in those moments, God's light can still shine forth and His will for our lives can be fulfilled, yes, even in our darkest season, even in our most difficult moments. The hand of God can do the impossible in our lives. And this morning, it is 10 a.m., September 16, 2023. And I truly believe this message that the Lord has laid upon my heart is not only a message from heaven, it is a prophetic declaration, a prophetic announcement, a prophetic event that is going to take place in your heart, in your spirit, in your soul, and those around you are going to know that even though you are in your darkest season, the best season is yet to come for you and even though you are right now going through your season of darkness your season of feeling abandoned your season of feeling rejected God is saying I'm about to do some things for you that you would have never imagined me to do in your life especially in the season that you you are in right now and the Holy Spirit is about to bring a message that is gonna change your life and my life and the Word of God comes from the book of Jeremiah 
I'm going to be jumping around because this is a word that God gave me this morning. And I just started highlighting. I just started obeying the Holy Spirit. I just started underlining. I just started scrutinizing. And the Holy Spirit said, this is a word not just for one. This is a word for many who in this season that they think that I'm not working on their behalf. Uh, I'm about to show them uh, that I'm the one behind the scenes uh, working it all out uh, for the good of my honor and glory. Uh, and they are about to see the hand uh, of my presence working uh, in those dark places uh, because my word, uh, it will never come back void. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. The word of God reads like this in Jeremiah chapter 32 starting with verse 1 the word that came to jeremiah from the lord in the 10th year of zedekiah king of judah which was the 18th year of nebuchadnezzar for then the king of babylon's army besieged Jerusalem and Jeremiah the prophet was shut up in the court of the prison which was in the king of Judah's house for Zedekiah king of Judah had shut him up saying why do you prophesy and say thus says the Lord behold I will give this city into the hand of the king of Babylon and he shall take it and Zedekiah king of Judah shall not escape from the hand of the Chaldeans but shall surely be delivered into the hands of the king of Babylon and shall speak with him face to face and see him eye to eye then he shall lead Zedekiah to Babylon and there he shall hallelujah he shall be until I visit him says the Lord though you fight with the Chaldeans you shall not succeed and the word of God says in Jeremiah 32 6 and Jeremiah said the word of the Lord came to me saying behold Hanamel the son of Shalum your uncle will come to you saying by my field for the right of redemption is yours to buy it then Hanamel my uncle's son came to me in the court of the prison according to the word of the Lord and said to me, Please buy my field, which is in the country of Benjamin, for the right of inheritance is yours, and the redemption yours, buy it for yourself. Then I knew that this was the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to pause right there because this is the beginning of the prophetic word that God has for us in this day. The reason why Jeremiah was shut up in the prison is because he opened his mouth and he spoke what the Lord put in his heart to speak. And this was not just any prophecy. This was a prophecy 
letting the king of Judah know that this is exactly what was going to happen because the king of Judah had led God's people into sin, sinning against God Almighty. And so the king of Judah, the Bible says that he took Jeremiah and he said to Jeremiah, what is this that you have prophesied? Oh, that thus says the Lord. And he repeats what Jeremiah had spoken as the Lord gave it to him to speak concerning God's people, the king of Babylon and the Chaldeans that were coming to fight against God's people. And they were coming to besiege the city all because of the sins of God's people. But in the midst of all of this, in the midst of everything that is happening, this is what God says. And this is where the prophetic word comes into play. Think about it. Jeremiah is in the prison. Yet God comes to Jeremiah in the prison and he says, Behold, I am sending someone to you and that someone is going to come and you are going to buy that land and you are going to have it because it is rightfully of your redemption. It is yours to buy because it belongs to you and I am going to send that person that even though you are in prison, I am going to send forth the word, the word that is going to breathe hope into you, the word that even though you may feel trapped, even though you may be questioning, is what I said, is it from God, is what I have done, has it come from God, and God comes into the places where you think that he would never come into, and he brings someone your way to prophetically speak over you and say that there is a redemption that rightfully belongs to you and it is the redemption of the blood of my son Jesus Christ hallelujah all the presence of the Lord is in this room the presence of the Lord is filling the airways hallelujah praise God almighty this is a word for somebody I don't know who's hearing this podcast. Uh, I don't know who's in tune to this podcast. Um, I don't know who has been listening and hearing these podcasts. Uh, but today, the Lord wants you to know that even in your prison state of mind, God is sending people your way that are going to encourage you, that are going to allow you to feel the manifestation of God's glory. Oh, hallelujah, surrounding you because God has not forgotten about you because every obedience to the Lord it never comes back in vain God will always protect God will always sustain those who will rise up in the midst of adversity and whatever the Lord speaks they will be ambassadors for Christ Jesus and they will relay the message whether it is for the edification of the body of Christ, whether it is to admonish the body of Christ, whether it is, hallelujah, to come in and speak exhortation to the body of Christ, but they have made that decision.
decision. Uh, that although I may be in my season of darkness, uh, although I may be in my season of difficulties, uh, although I may be in the prison, uh, but I am going to speak what the Lord places in my heart to speak. Because uh, it is not I, but Christ who lives within me uh, that empowers me uh, through the Holy Spirit uh, to relay the message uh, of God's holy word and unleash the sacred scriptures of God into the world for the transformation of souls. Hallelujah. Oh God, you are mighty. You are worthy, Lord. And I praise your holy, holy, holy name. Hallelujah. So after we see that although Jeremiah was put into the prison for speaking what God has laid in his heart to speak concerning God's people, concerning the sin, and the very fact that Zedekiah did not want to comprehend that God had said that because of the sins of my people, oh, I already have the king of Babylon on their way to besiege the city. And although you fight against them, they are going to prevail against you. Come on now, somebody. Imagine you going in and saying to the governmental power, the Lord says for all the sins that have occurred here in America, for all the abominations that have occurred here in America, I am about to bring judgment. It's not that I want to bring judgment. Uh, it's that when there is disobedience. Uh, it's that when they kick me out of the school systems. Uh, it's that when they kick me out of the judicial branches. Uh, it's that when they kick me out of the courtrooms. Uh, it is the enemy who comes in uh, and brings deception and brings lies. Uh, and for that reason, uh, they begin to believe in the deceptions. Uh, they believe in the lies. Uh, and for that reason, uh, they are blinded. Uh, and they are headed towards destruction. So if they will just humble themselves, oh, I will heal their land. But Zedekiah did not. He took the prophet and placed him in prison. And although Zedekiah placed Jeremiah in prison, he could not place a muzzle on his mouth because God was with him. God was working through him. And although Jeremiah was there, the Bible says that God sent a word and the exact way God sent it. So, hallelujah, Hanamel came. He came and the exact way that God had spoken to Jeremiah concerning what was to happen is exactly what happened. And so the word of God says, Then I knew that this was the word of the Lord. So I bought the field from Hanamel. Hallelujah. He bought it for 17 shekels of silver. But the point here is that even though you may be in the prison, even though you may feel like nothing's happening, even though you feel like you have been doing everything the Lord has placed in your mouth to speak, yet you feel like the floodgates of darkness is surrounding you. Oh, I want to let you know, and I want to encourage you to know that even though Jeremiah was in the prison, the Bible says, so I took the 
purchase deed, both that were sealed according to the law and custom, and that which was open, and I gave the purchase deed to Barach, the son of Noriah, hallelujah, in the presence of Hanamel, my uncle's son, and in the presence of the witnesses who signed the purchase deed before all the Jews who sat in the court of the prison. When God is getting ready to bless you big, he is not going to do it in secrecy. He is going to do it in public. So all those who thought that you were shut up in the prisons, so all those who thought that you were going to amount to nothing, all those who thought you were going to stay there, they are going to see God. They are going to see God move on your behalf. And the reason why why God is going to allow this to take place so that everyone who spoke ill of you, everyone who laughed at you, everyone who mocked you for rising up and being the bold mouthpiece of God, they are going to know that the God of heaven and earth is with you, is with me, has never left nor forsaken us for one moment. And the word of God God says um, in verse 15, for thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, houses and fields and vineyards shall be possessed again in this land. The next thing uh, that we find here is that Jeremiah, he needs some understanding uh, because he doesn't understand, uh, oh, how is it uh, that we are going to come back uh, to possess uh, and, and have vineyards uh, and we are going to have houses and fields uh, when you clearly said uh, that the Babylonians, uh, the Chaldeans are coming. Uh, this is what the Lord says to Jeremiah from 16 all the way to 25. Jeremiah is asking God for understanding because he could not understand how all this was going to happen when God specifically said that the Chaldeans were coming in to burn up the houses from the rooftop where they were building idols. And God says this, then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I will give this city into the hands of the Chaldeans, into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he shall take it. And the Chaldeans who fight against this city shall come and set fire to this city and burn it with the houses on whose roofs they have offered in incense to Baal and poured out drink offerings to other gods to provoke me to anger. And now we go all the way down to verse 36. And the word of God says, Now therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel concerning this city, which you say it shall be delivered into the hand by the famine and by the pestilence and by the sword of the Babylonians. Behold, I will gather them out of all the countries 
where I have driven them in my anger and in my fury and in great wrath. I will bring them back to this place and I will cause them to dwell safely. Hallelujah. They shall be my people and I will be their God. Then I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever for the good of them and their children after them. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will not turn away from doing them good, but I will put my fear in their hearts so that they will not depart from me. Yes, I will rejoice over them to do them good, and I will surely plant them in this land with all my heart and with all my soul. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. The word of God says now in chapter 33. Um, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time while he was still shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus says the Lord uh, who made it, the Lord who formed it, uh, to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty works. Uh, Hallelujah, which you do not No, this is none other than God after Jeremiah was perplexed on how everything was going to happen after the Babylonians and the Chaldeans came in to burn up the city as God had prophesied it through Jeremiah. But God says that although they come in, don't worry about them because later I will pour out my judgment on them for everything that they do to my people. And I am going to bring my people back to this very land. And I am going to allow them to have houses and fields and vineyards. And they shall possess them again. Where? In the land where the Babylonians came to take them in captivity. Listen, God is the one who builds up. And God is the one who tears down. But it is our sins that cause the judgments of God to come down from heaven. Oh, but even though God must pour out judgments. Uh, He is still merciful. He is still waiting. Uh, He is still graceful. Uh, He is still uh, the God who rescues, uh, the God who sees, the God who hears, the God who moves on our behalf. Uh, He already knows uh, the beginning to our end uh, and the end to our beginning uh, because he is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the truth, the way, and the life. Uh, Hallelujah. And no one can come to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And that is where this verse comes into play. Verse 40. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them that I will not turn away from doing them good, but I will put my fear in their hearts so that they will not depart from me. Yes, I will rejoice over them to do them good, and I will 
assuredly plant them in this land with all my heart and with all my soul. God's mercy is never ending. God loves us. God has a plan for our lives. You see, when you were conceived in your mother's womb, God already had a plan to redeem you through his son, Jesus Christ. So I want to let you know that even though we must be in darkness for a time, but there is a light that is getting ready to break forth. There is a light that is getting ready to shine through. It's like a baby in the mother's womb is in darkness for months and months until finally they come out and the light breaks forth. That is the physical birth, but there is a spiritual birth that must take place, and that is when we surrender our lives to Jesus Christ by simply saying this prayer, Jesus, I come to you. I recognize that I have sinned against you. I do not want to be led into captivity any longer through my sins, but I need you to come and sit on the throne room of my heart, and I need you, Lord, right now to be Lord and Savior over my life. I confess my sins to you. I repent of my sins. And from this day on, I will follow you. That is the prayer that will lead you to redemption. That is the prayer that is going to lead you into eternal salvation. That is the prayer that is going to transform your life from here on out. Because even in your darkest season, the light of Christ has the power to break forth and shine through and show you that even in the midst of your darkest cold season, God can still perform a miracle. And sometimes miracles happen fast, but sometimes miracles take time because God is doing something great in and through you. You see, when Jeremiah was in the prison, he probably thought this was it for him. But while Jeremiah was in the prison, God had already raised up one to come forth and to shine hope and to let him know that you have done right by standing in the midst of my people, by declaring judgments over their lives for the sins of my people. Oh, and I'm sending you someone who is going to confirm that although these judgments must come to pass, that they will not last forever because after the judgment comes repentance and after repentance comes redemption and after redemption comes the renewing and after to the renewing, we see a brand new creation burst forth. And this is exactly what God is doing in my life and in your life. I want you to know that it's not over for you. There is hope, hope in Jesus Christ. I pray that this message has blessed you. I want to leave you with this once again in Jeremiah 33. The word of God says, Moreover, the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time while he was shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus says the Lord who made it, the Lord who formed it, to establish it, 
The Lord is his name. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Right where you are right now. It may be lonely. It may be depressing. You may be filled with anxiety, but I want to let you know that right where you are right now, Jesus is there. God is there. Holy Spirit is there. And they want to comfort you. And this message, I pray, has blessed your heart and ministered forth to your soul as it has to me. Until the next time, bye-bye for today.